Blog Talk Radio. Uh, say whatever you like, actually. 
uh, call in. Like, we're here 10 o'clock at night, every <laughs> Thursday night. Just call in, bullshit Ooh. a little bit, say what you need to say, and then leave. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this for sure. Uh, this is actually my first uh, podcast ever. Really? Yay. Congratulations, Yay. man. Oh, Popped your cherry. <laughs> wow, I'm down now. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. It's good. Because once you once you yeah, do fact, one, you want to do more. You know, you're like, oh, this is. Oh, fun. I'm sure. Like this is, we're just chilling. You know. Absolutely. Like I'm having a beer right now. Good for you. Oh. That's excellent. Oh, God. That's why you're slurring. I was wondering why you sounded like that. Uh, I'm kidding. You're not slurring. That's why we got started, That's why we got started at 1030. <laughs> oh, you got to wake up going great. Right, well, I was like, well, now, I, now we got 30 minutes. We started the show 30 minutes, you know, behind schedule. I was like, yeah, yeah. might as well have a beer. Might as well. Oh, there you go. What else could go well. wrong? Exactly. Um. But Matt, so let's go on with you. So what's your deal? Where are you from? What do you do? I mean, I know it, but everyone else doesn't know it. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, uh, okay, how do I make this interesting? So I'm from Monterey, California, where nothing happens. Um, it based, I mean, except Big Little Lies. They they shot Big Little Lies here, and uh, I don't know. I think it's supposed to look like Australia. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. Um, so I'm from Monterey, California. I was born here, and I've been, and I've been living in Monterey uh, my whole life. And um, uh, what else? I am a production assistant for the TV show Candid Camera. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be saying right now, it's not as interesting as it sounds. I hope my boss is not listening or I'm fired. (laughs) Um, I'm just being blunt. You know, I'm just saying it's not that fun. Um, Yeah, and my just – I really – my true passion, honestly, is just – is acting and just filmmaking, just trying to be – creative however I can, whether that's, you know, creating stupid comics online or editing videos, just doing something. I feel like that's keeping me going. It's just, yeah. You know, I understand that. Yeah. I I don't, I, I, you know, and I, I'm not putting anybody down obviously that has office jobs or anything. I just, I feel like that's not, I can't do that as as a, as a living. I'm just too, for, um, for example, at my work, I, I, I can't be who I am. Obviously, right now, I can be me on this podcast. I can't at work, and it kills me. I can't even – I just want to jump on the table and squeal like a freaking pig, but I can't because, you know, it's <laughs> – look, look where I am. You can't do what? Because he's going to like, what? Yeah, I just – when he's gone, bam, I'm a freaking party in here. But it's like, you know, it's just – that's why, that's why my energy. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you guys get to, like, lift stuff and, like, use all this energy. I'm just sitting on That's my ass all day staring at the screen getting cancer rates. Ugh. Like, it sucks. Oh, yeah. You, know? you pulled your hair out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I completely understand. Like, for fun, for fun, I will say. Yeah. Because it was for fun. I didn't need it. I got a waitress gig, and it was because yeah. I wanted to understand what it was like to be a waitress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, well, okay. Here's the thing. I, I, because I was, I was teaching dance and choreographing in New York City at the time, and I was like, well, one, I need the extra money because I want to save up so that I can live in a better apartment because I was living in a shitty apartment. And then I was like, well, my friend was working. She was a dancer. She was working at 
a restaurant that uh, was it was a Thai restaurant and it had amazing. You can come here, waitress, and you know they had good tips and blah 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 blah. And I actually, I will say, you know, I was always one of those people that was like you, Max. Like I just was like, oh, like I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. If I honestly, I love the job. I met so mm-hmm. many amazing people waitressing, and I had so many great conversations. Like it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I wouldn't know from, be who I am. Mm-hmm. I know for my mom, she was a waitress, and she she said she loved it. She uh, met a lot of people and all that kind of stuff. Basically, what you just said. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's great. And, and, and I have to admit, too, I was a waitress. No, okay, I wasn't a waitress. No, but I was a server before and, you know, and a, you know, and a cashier. And, you're right, it's actually, you know, you get to interact with people. And it, it, the, really so much of a of a having fun at a job has to do with who you work with. It's so yeah, – Absolutely. That's so important. You know, if you work with people you don't get along with, it's going to be hell. I mean, you could still talk to them and all that, but – yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Any job, you're right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Because I've heard horror yeah. stories from other people where it's like, I'm doing this project. I love the storyline. I love my character, but I don't yeah. like this person, or I don't like that person. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've heard those stories, and it's it's knock on wood. I hope I never get get that story. You know, like I've been working with right. almost everyone I want to work with, but like. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, we're doing what we love, and when you get stuck in a situation where you're like, oh man, like, I didn't, I don't get along with this person, or I hope I get along with this person, and you don't, or whatever, yeah. it, it does it's make you frustrated. Of, it sort of begins, yeah, to, yeah, it sort of begins to turn your passion into a burden. Yeah, and absolutely. It's like, well, do I? It becomes a chore as as opposed to something that you just wake up and want to do. And, and, yeah. and that's why it's important to surround yourself with uh, the like-minded people who are positive and have a, a vision of direction of where they're going. That's what I try to do. Try to surround mm-hmm. with yeah. people that I think are probably just doing just a little better than I am. That way, you know, because, you know, who you hang out with, that's going to, you know, right? there's old sayings, and, you know, then you look at your friends and I'll tell you where you're going. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I try exactly. to hang out with people that I believe are uh, – you know, not just, you know, sitting around procrastinate or anything like that or have bad attitudes or just, you know, you know, shape the face. Sometimes they're just rotten people in life. And, you know, you just got to learn how to swerve away from those people, even in the industry and in business and work and, and in finances and relationships. You just got to learn how to navigate that. It's a hard thing because we don't have a map how to. But uh, that's Absolutely. what I do. I just try to surround myself with people that I believe are got a good head on their shoulders and uh, mm-hmm. all places, which is why I feel very honored to be on this podcast with you, Park Fellas. Yeah, thank you. And you too. Like, you know, I, and obviously it's the first time I've ever met you, but like, I can just tell Absolutely. that. We're, yeah, you know, and we are, we're just all getting along really well. It's because I think we all agree in the same thing. It's like we all have that personality where, I don't know, for me, I'm, I usually try to be a really, happy guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get pissed off. I get depressed. I get, you know, I feel every emotion that everybody does. But, and I think that's part of being an actor. Yeah. It's like you have to be able to, people, actors are emotional people. They are. I really feel like we do feel emotions stronger than other people. And I think we can maybe control them too. Um, You know, let me say, for example, not to sound pretentious or anything, but I feel, (laughs) 
like if I am in, in, in an upset mood, if I'm sad or I'm depressed, I can sometimes in this maybe within, within, you know, five or 10 minutes, I can, I, I can be so damn happy the next minute. And I don't know, maybe that's, I don't know, maybe I need to take medication for that. I don't know, but I can <laughs> trick myself into, you know, convince myself just to be happy about it. Look at the life in a positive way, you know, um, and, oh, yeah. and just, I can, yeah, just think of different happy absolutely. things and, and it works. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, you know, it, it's a mindset. It really is. Happiness is, mm-hmm. is, is a mindset and it's, um, it's all about being proactive versus being reactive. Um, a reactive mind says, you know, hey, it's raining. Your food ruins my whole day. Proactive person says it's raining, but hey, you know, that's not going to affect me. Basically, right. a proactive person doesn't let issues and circumstances outside their beyond of control affect their attitude and emotion. Because if outside of your control, there's nothing you can do about it any which way. Right. So a reactive person will let any little thing bug them down, do maybe one bad look, maybe one bad insult will just totally tear them down. You know, and I've always said there's a difference between a winner and a loser. And the only difference, there's only one big difference between a winner and a loser is a winner will fail, absolutely fail, fall flat on his or her face 100 times a day, but will get up 101 times and continue trying. Uh, failure uh, will a uh, loser will fail one time, never try again. Yeah. Yeah. I just got goosebumps, dude. Holy shit, <laughs> that was really good. I'm sorry, I just want to say that was. So, I want to put some French horns behind you, man, and have a good epic score with that. Holy. And I'm not making. I'm yeah. serious. That was you, brilliant. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, and exactly, and that's the thing with you know with, with actors is you can't you can't say I want to be an actor and audition once, and just you don't get the part and you give up. It's like you have right. to expect to not get roles as an actor. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit how good you are. Mm-hmm. If you don't fit the role, you know I've been mm-hmm. turned down multiple times, and it's like what am I going to yeah. give up and say you know? And I think that should go mm-hmm. for everybody. Passion, you know, it's like it, don't give up. If 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 people tell you, you can't do it, screw those people. Just do it. if you if it means that much to you, just go for it. Like just you get one shot, and I mean some maybe some religions believe you have multiple. I'm just what I'm trying to say is <laughs> just go for it. Just pretend or whatever that you have this one shot because you might. And if you do, just do what you love to do because. It, I feel like most of the time, the only people who are going to be holding you back is yourself. If you decide to not want exactly. to, even if people are, yeah, if people are naysayers, don't listen to them. Yeah. So absolutely, because you know, everybody, people want to project their uh, ideas on the others, especially people that aren't going anywhere. And they see someone that is, they'll say, you know, watch you get a real job or stop daydreaming, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's because it's really there's something different that I that have that passion that drives the towards the future and say, you know what, I'm not, like you're, kind of like you were alluding to earlier, we're not made for that five to nine punch in the clock job, you know, our whole lives. We want to do something that makes us feel good and something that we feel contributes to the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At least, that's how, exactly. at least that's how I feel. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree with you. And and uh, it, it's hard because, uh, you know, and on the other hand, it's like, 
you know, you meet people that get into the situation where they were like that, and then they switch, and they're on, like, the commercial aspect of the industry, and, uh, you know, then they start to get into the idea of, well, I just need to make money in the industry at this point. Uh-huh. You can see them change, and you can see the personality change. It's like, yes. I know this one production company where they almost got into that mindset. You know, they're like, well, we're getting all these commercials, da 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 and I talked to the director, and he goes, well, I told my team, we need to do one passion project, uh, uh, you know, after every so many commercials. We have to do at yeah. least one passion project, because otherwise mm-hmm. he'll sure. go crazy. And he knows his people mm-hmm. gotcha. go crazy, because you get you kind of get stuck in that. You get stuck in, like, okay, let's do this car. And this, this isn't speaking for actors, it's speaking for, like, the production people. So you get stuck doing car commercials for three years. Well, they want to do the passion projects, just mm-hmm. like the actors. And, and, uh, and it's nice to, to hear that side of things where, like, they try to give themselves but it's yes. something that is um, pushing forward and, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, and it's those, part of those projects that are inspiring other people, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool Absolutely. to see the other end of things. It's really cool. I don't right. know. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, obviously – we do want to try to make a living doing this, but at the same time, right. you kind of want to not stifle your creative genius and that right. uh, that innocent, say the innocent child of creativity within you just wants to create and do what it wants to do as opposed to what you have to do to make that buck. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like if you start out that way, like the people that started out that way, and um, we can use Michael right. Bay as, as an example he started out sure. making commercials. So that's, like, all he knew, right? So it's like, I know uh-huh. how to make things this way to get people to watch it. So then all his right. films look exactly the same because he never really had the ability to kind of, like, dabble mm. in being artsy because he was gotcha. so used to doing these commercials that were, like, quick, 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 you know, fasting, mm-hmm. fasting, fasting, fasting. So that's yeah. all he knew, and I feel like, with what you're saying, Matthew, it's great because it, it, having the ability to dabble and, like, use your art form, you don't forget how to use that in the commercial field mm-hmm. either. So it goes back and forth. Right. It's like, well, yeah, you kind right. of grow as a person instead of stay stagnant. Because right. if you, yeah, and, and that's, that's the people that get, like, big heads. They kind of just, like, stay stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that's, a, that's an important balance. All of us have to learn how to uh, – uh, control and keep at a good level because you know any one of us could go that way. It's just you know yeah. there's an old saying I think I think Lincoln said it: uh, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And um, all of us, if we don't keep our heads straight, keep our eyes focused on the on, on the true prize, we can absolutely go that way. Any one of us. And so that's why I would. That's another reason why I believe it's good to have a good center and a good connection with people that are also have a good yeah. head and a good vision because we can all rein each other in and keep each other on balance, you know, help each other out. I truly believe um, that we are on a cusp of a very special, uh, magical, and um, uh, inventive time in terms of the acting Hollywood industry or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. I would akin it towards, like, the industrial revolution. You see, uh, just for the listeners who may not be aware, when the Industrial Revolution, or before the Industrial Revolution, all you had were rich people and poor people. And the reason right. why was because technology just was not at a state to where 
um, anybody can get anything massively produced or anything until, of course, the Industrial Revolution happened and certain technologies came out, the cotton the automobile, et cetera, et cetera. But what okay. they did was with this explosion of technology, the common man was able to raise themselves up and it created for the first time in history was known as the middle class. And so I see almost the same thing kind of happening with the Hollywood industry is that there was a lot of time in movies where you had to have special technology, great expensive cameras and know-how and all this different stuff to make a movie. Today right. we could shoot a film on our iPhone, like that one movie uh, with that girl that went crazy. She was getting stalked. I can't remember the name, but she was getting stalked by the guy, and she went to a mental home. But they filmed the whole movie on an iPhone. You know what I mean? Oh wow! And and um, I can't. I wish I could remember the name of it. But um, are we talking about Mandy? No, not no. Mandy. That was with uh, Nick Cage. This was I can't remember right. the actress's name, but she was like. She ends up getting put into a mental home, and she believes the dude's stalking her, and it turns out that he really is stalking her. And oh, it's, wow. it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's very well done, but when you sit and think, it was done on an iPhone, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've heard, of people, I've heard of people filming scenes with a little camera on the back of their car. You know what I mean? Whoa, so I'm, I've what never I'm, heard that. <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm, what I'm getting at is we now, the people, you, me, us, we have the technology in our hands to take the industry and put it in our hands and take the reins out of them because they don't no longer have the power. They, 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 they pretend to have the power and they want us to think they have the power, but they really don't. We now have the power. And I believe that there is, like I said, a, a revolution going on in the industry to where you can show they don't have to rely on the big wig corporations that a lot of times are just like, hey, it's all about making the money, and right. you know, they want to stifle the creativity. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sorry, I agree with that, that. that was long. No, no, <laughs> no I love no, it. No, I like, agree. You're yeah. filled with so much amazing information, and I love it, and it's so inspiring. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, when, when you're so fit, when you're when you're so deep in the middle of your day or whatever, and all of us were busy today, I'm sure. For me, me included, I was crazy busy today. And oh, sure. We're all at work or whatever, and we're doing our thing. Sitting here, and this is why I love, why I love putting together this podcast and having actors come on and chat, because it reminds me that, you know, we're all here in the same boat, but we're, but I learn from everybody, and I you know, and you know, talking to you, Matthew. You, you know, you're so inspirational. It was so nice. Like everything you're saying is so like to the point, like dead on with everything. And you know, I've forgotten that, and it's it's amazing to hear. So I just want to say thank you. It's so refreshing. I love. Oh, you're it. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Great. <laughs> Matt's just I, like, you're like, you're like in the now. <laughs> I was enjoying it every minute. I'm serious. Like, I yeah. had nothing to say because I could be like, yes, I agree with that, too. When it's like, come in. It's like, yeah, you know, it's I, <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to real quick say, this is here's some max knowledge yeah. for you. It's not nearly as good. Sure. But, I mean, I, I just kind of feel like, too, it, just because it's, it's a, you know, big triple A movie, I feel like it doesn't always make it good. It's like, and, and we know that that's not, and that we know it's kind of the case because a lot of these independent movies come out I feel like there's more depth 
to them mm-hmm. rather than just, oh, sure. let's just release this film, spend $200 million on it. It's just a blockbuster hit. They'll pay the money. Who gives a crap if it, right. if it doesn't right. stand the test of time? And I, I don't – Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but how many really big blockbuster movies now are actually going to be considered – you know, classics. I mean, I feel like every decade has those, but think about how many people can name films made with at least within the last, you know, maybe the 90s, 80s, 70s that are still classics to this right. day that were probably considered big blockbuster hits. And I don't know if that's still right. really the case. I feel like it maybe it's just more about the money. And I, I that's kind of why I, it, it's hard for me to sometimes watch newer films because I don't feel no, I, like it's it, like there really is more of a purpose than just to make an extra buck. Right. Right. So that's just me personally. I love I 80s. Mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was just say, ahead, I love, I, I love, <laughs> I was just say, I just say, I love Infinity War, but it ain't gonna be no classic. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Totally. You know, yeah. the one, the one movie that came out, I went, I'm not even gonna say recently, because it's not recently, but I guess it's within the last you know, five years of what you're talking about is all the stuff just coming out for me. Everything's saturated. I would say, mm. um, uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, I'm trying to blank now. Um, what's his name? <laughs> uh, it's something eight. Something eight. Oh, my God. I'm trying to blank. I was going to say it. Super eight. Uh, what is it called? It's Super eight? Ridiculous? No. No, not ridiculous. Not, that was the, that was the was Adam Sandler one. It was shot on 35 millimeter. It was the Angry Eight. What's his name? Did it? Oh, oh, the hateful eight. Tarantino. The hateful eight. Quentin Tarantino. I feel like that is probably the one film in a while that is like, oh, that's a classic. You know what I mean? Like 20 years from now, people are gonna watch that movie and be like, oh, fuck yeah! Like the dialogue in this movie, (laughs) the actors, the film, like the way it was shot was phenomenal. Like, the, just the camera angles, the set, the lights, everything. It was beautiful. Yeah. Maybe because he used classic techniques, it's, it's like a classic yeah. film. Who knows? But I don't know. That's, like, you know. I mean, I love yeah. the classic techniques. And what I really love is, you know, and one of the things I feel is, like, lost is all this CGI green screening. I get having to do some things, but I miss the movies back in the day, like Hooks and and the Dark Crystal, and, um, you know, yeah. uh, Willow, and how they had actual costumes, actual sets that were there, yeah. real, and you could have yeah. visited them in, at one time. You know, they yeah. were just yeah. a bunch of green walls, and people wearing mocap suits. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. exactly. Or you Thank pretend there's a dragon. You know, and it's like, yeah. this is a guy in a freaking suit. Like, it is, you know, I don't mean suit. I mean a green uniform with a tennis ball at the end. Uh-huh. Like, no, he's not a oh, yeah. dinosaur. He's a man with a tennis ball on his head. You know? Yeah, but it's so true. I mean, it's yeah. so true. It's yeah. like, how do you act against that? Like, as Game of Thrones specifically, like the chick that plays Khaleesi, yeah. how to act against somebody uh-huh. on stilts wearing a fake, like, um... Dragon head. Oh, still, like I'm sorry. Right, if I look right. at that, I'm gonna laugh every time yeah. I say my fucking line. Like you know, like I'm no. sorry. Like, I'm not looking at a 
dragon. I'm looking at your balls. Like, that's where I'm looking. You know what I mean? I'm like, so short. I'm five feet tall. Anywhere I look on a man, but still, that's where I'm looking. Like, it's just like, right. okay, I don't want to see it. I mean, here like, we go. if they're going to go that far, they really should just, if they're going to go that far, I mean, what? they just make the whole movie CGI. I mean, they really, it practically right. is, except for the face. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Think like, about yeah. Jurassic Park. Think... Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. You. <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna say real quick, but I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Think about Jurassic Park. Back in what was it, ninety two, ninety three, or something. They made. Yeah. They used CGI, but they used it when they when they should. They didn't have all the dinosaurs be CG. That T Rex, when it's looking at the kids in the real, Jeep. Yeah. That is a right. you know that is an animatronic dinosaur that if I were when it came kid, down from the so top scared. and it was when yeah. it came down from the top and it was almost crushing them yeah that would have been horrifying yeah <laughs> and it's well, so and scary. if you think about it that's more jobs because that there was animatronic uh-huh. artists there uh, during that time mm-hmm. in that right. era yeah and they were right. hired to come in and they knew everything about the robotics. They knew how right, to both, yeah. like, move the dinosaur to make it real. Nowadays, it's like, okay, all those people are sitting at home, probably waiters, and we don't even know they're waiters. You know what I mean? Like, we're ordering yeah. sandwiches from these amazing artists. You know, we have no yeah. idea because yeah. they don't use them anymore. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think the greatest example of this would be the thing, um, the, the um, 2010 uh, prequel. No. When you watch the old, when if you go back and you watch John Carpenter's The Thing, when they used yeah. all real blood, real uh, makeup and oh, stuff, yeah. like, like I was like I was talking to one time when they did the defibrillator scene, it, it's just awesome because they actually hired a guy to come in who had no hands, and they had a mask put on as the actor to make him look like him. And when he went to go do clear, and the guy's chest opened up as a big old mouth and it bit his hands off, it, it made it look convincing and realistic without having yeah. all the CGI stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah. 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 If you oh, haven't seen it, I definitely recommend go back and watch it. Um, but then they came out with The Thing, which was a prequel in 2010. And even though, it's weird, because even though they did film it with the actual animatronic puppets and stuff, they right. CGI'd it out in the final cut. Yeah, I heard. And I just made a comment, like, yesterday. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it just ruined the whole mystique of the film. Yeah, in my wow. opinion, you know, it just kind of ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'm with you. I totally love the, you know, the reality and, and uh, the, the practical. I think it shows film, a little more creativeness to be able to pull something yeah. like that off uh, than to just yeah. uh, put up a green screen and have a guy on a computer punch a code in. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> yeah. Because you actually, oh, because you actually have to think about it. You know, like, when right. we're on set, it's like, hmm, how do we want this to work? Versus like, eh, just uh-huh. throw a green tape on it. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretend you see it. Like, okay. How tall? I don't know. It's like this tall. Okay, thanks. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it it, they do a good job at making it sort of being able to respond to it, but you can, you can tell they're trying so hard to make it look like it's there, and it's not. That's a guy in a, in a, in a green tight outfit, like the <laughs> Jim Carrey's Riddler, and it's like, yeah. yes. you can't take it serious. I'm sorry, but like, no, yeah. ah, pisses me off. Yeah. It, it's just, <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we grew up no. on the old yeah, school, but, 
We grew up on yeah. the old school, and that's what we're used to. And then when we see this new stuff, yeah, it looks fancy and flashy, and, but mm-hmm. we can see right through it. You know, put yeah. some more effort yeah. into it. Like Hollywood's gotten super lazy in, 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 um, you know, just to get the big buck. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I mean, I understand. I, I, from a financial point of view, I, I do kind of get it. You know, it's a lot cheaper to have a green screen and press a few buttons than to build a whole set, but you still, you lose a bit of the magic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know what? And I, um, I'm a big fan of film music. You know, film scores. I, I honestly, oh, I would yeah. say that's my favorite type of, of music, and it's because film music is is supposed to be written for a scene, but it's supposed to make it's supposed to be full of emotion. It's supposed to control your emotions for the scene, especially right. when it's written well. It and you prepared for the next scene, or you know, exactly. It, but the sad scene, right like emotional right. state. Exactly. Yeah. It, it it should be able to exactly. almost tell a story or tell a scene, you know, through the music. And I feel like now, correct. From what I've seen, they're trying to. I, I feel like a lot of these big directors are trying to stifle the music. And this, and I'm not just saying this by by me. I I've actually heard other composers and other people in Hollywood literally mm-hmm. saying, some of the directors don't literally do not want the composers to write good music. Don't ask me why, but they don't want to be memorable. I I don't know why. I, I don't get it, but I mean, think about John Williams. Everybody knows that name. He, he everybody knows sure. he's written Indiana Jones, Jaws, Jurassic Park. Mm. You know, all these yeah, Star Wars. They're all memorable, and and people yeah. still, forty years later, still remember some of these themes. And now, can anybody really memorize some of the big movie themes? They're just kind of generic, and it just shows. Right. It's like, well, if the music is it's literally, I feel like it's as big as a part as as the actors because. Oh, you yeah. need to feel something, and oh, I feel, yeah, and that goes like hand in hand. Exactly, yeah. and that goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Everything, and people have forgotten that it's everything, everybody, and everything in the project yeah. is, is it should be and is memorable. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like lately mm-hmm. it has been lost. It has been oh, you're just the da 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 person, or you're just this person. It's like. Back in the day, I feel like, oh well, we don't know. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like maybe there was more respect for everybody's part in the project, and everybody yeah, yeah. had, you know, there was more importance to everything in it, like the music, the sound, the the lighting, the clothing, you know, especially yeah. the clothing. Like that back then, everyone was so detailed. Sets were so detailed. Nowadays, it's like. I just oh, yeah. soda in the fridge was fine, you know. Like, oh, yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones had like <laughs> he had like at least fifteen different outfits just for one scene, you know what I mean? And yeah, just so yeah. they can have the right looking outfit, you know. <laughs> in one of the most yeah. beautiful scenes of any film is it going back to Jurassic Park is when that when they show that Brontosaurus and John Williams's cue comes mm-hmm. up, and it's just oh, like. Yeah string instruments playing and it is just it, they spent so much time on the cg of the brontosaurus and the music and the, the, the whole scene is just i think probably my favorite scene of all time it's just the music the the look of it just how much care they put into it you know they don't yeah, reveal the everything. brontosaurus mm-hmm. until that exactly and it's like and that's where i think cgi can work and has a place it's just yeah. they're just overdoing it yeah, I just want to say I love how I love this conversation. I love how everything's going on. I know how much you guys are getting along. This is great. Uh, but I want to get to before we go uh, because tonight is mm-hmm. going to be a little bit shorter because it's late. 
I want to start to get sure. to, uh, before I say goodbye to you guys, um, let, let's get to you guys now. But what are you guys doing? What are your current projects? And where can people find your stuff and find you and follow you? Because you guys are amazing. You go first, I want Max. everyone to know about you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, let me think. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's see if I can. So, um, first of all, any project, I'm not currently really working on any projects as of now. I just got done with a um, a public service announcement, you know, slash commercial that is going to be uh, airing on around the, the Monterey County, and it's basically an mm-hmm. anti-littering uh, commercial and where okay. I play a detective, and I'm interrogating a guy who supposedly – was littering and he caused a fire he caused a flood mm-hmm. it basically i'm naming off all the stuff that he caused from littering mm. and this is well, big, you know, all, you know. <laughs> yeah i won't say too much but it's yeah so that yeah i just got finished with that and i just must say too that um the hardest the biggest uh i guess obstacle of that whole thing is i had to do one version in english and I had to do one version in Spanish, and I am the whitest goddamn man you will ever meet in your life. And suppo- <laughs> apparently I, I did it. They were saying, like, wow, I was good. And sure, I, I wow. said I tried to speak it so much that when I rolled the R's, I, like during, you know, when I was practicing at home, mm-hmm. I almost gagged because I was, right. and I kept doing, you know, and I'm saying it, right. and my, my tongue is numb, and I feel like I'm going to vomit. It was it was probably the hardest damn role I've ever played. Where I love it. Where can people find you, Max? Where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, sorry. Yes. Um. Oh God. What is my Instagram name? Oh, oh Max A. Troya T R O I A. Perfect. And okay. yeah. And Matthew, where can where are you currently working at? Where can people find you? Well, what I'm working on right now is uh, going to be doing. We're uh, just now getting started filming production, uh, filming stage on the Saber, a short Star Wars fan film. It's going to be super awesome, epic, coming out nice. soon. Uh-huh. Uh, we're also be getting also getting ready to uh, start a web series called The Darkest Yay! Timeline. Oh yeah, I might be doing that too. Right. I'm not sure. Right. But and. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Um, we uh, uh, I, I work with the EAG. A quick shout out to my buddy Thomas Tulak and uh, mm-hmm. all the members of the EAG who I work with. Great people, fun people, funny people, and um, gonna uh, be getting ready to do all that. And you can find me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, you can On find Instagram, me. I believe my Instagram handle is Matt Will Newt, uh, M-A-T-W-I-L-N-E-W-T. And um, also follow, if you can look up for Twitter, follow the Omni Engineer for updates oh, and tweets about the Darkest Timeline. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Well, I want to say um, I wish we can go longer, but I'm not going to go too long tonight. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for being on the show and if you are free you. next week or the yeah, next Thursday, you. any Thursday you're more than welcome to come on the show and um, yeah, I just want to say yeah, thank you and for everyone listening follow these guys, they're amazing they need all the support, we all need all your support because they're awesome and I love yes. what they do and I love who they are and I love their work and I love Aww. what they're doing and uh, yeah so listen to this podcast because they're 
fucking awesome. Yes. And uh, send it to Thank all your you friends. So yeah, and thank, thank you guys you. so and much. I want to say have a good evening. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. Have a great evening yourself. And uh, hey, next time I yeah. come on, I might tell a couple Halloween stories. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Oh, I my God. I, can you please <laughs> extend it? Please. I want to hear. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I want to. Let's have you on. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to try to call next Thursday, too, and ramble. So get ready. Next Thursday. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to see that again, you guys, if you're free. Well, because that's the day before we're going to film the, uh, we're going to film, I think, right? Yeah. So maybe if you guys yeah. are free, you could come on, and we can have Matthew tell some ghost stories. We can have everything. It would be great. Oh, that would be fun. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Let's do it. Chat with it you was a pleasure. and you know, get to know you. Yeah, it's great more. talking to you, you too. Guys... It's a pleasure to talk yeah. with you, Max. Yeah, yeah. you too, man. Aww. I really appreciate oh, that. I love you guys are awesome. <laughs> oh, you I love you guys. guys. You're my best friend. Oh, I love you. Look at us. Look at us. Well, have a good night, guys, and let's put this thing up for next week. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you All right. All right, guys. Take care. Bye, y'all. Bye.